The Holy Spirit is given to each believer in the New Covenant, in the New Testament church. In the Old Testament, the prophets had the Holy Spirit given to them, and the people had to go to the prophet to hear from God. But in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is given to everyone who is a believer in God. We see that in Hebrews chapter 1. 1 Corinthians 2, verses 9 through 12. But as it is written, and that is in Isaiah 64, verse 4. So this verse 9 is actually from the Old Testament. I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. That's an Old Testament doctrine because it fit the Old Testament. They didn't all have the Holy Spirit. But in the New Testament, we all have the Holy Spirit. So Paul says, but... God hath revealed these things to us by his Spirit. We didn't know in the Old Testament, but they do know in the New Testament. So we really should read verses 9 and 10 together. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us today by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Verse 12. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God which things we also speak. So God has in his heart the way that each of us are to go. The Spirit searches the heart of God to bring to us the way that we're to go, the way of God. So each of us can know the way to go. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shows us the way to go. Have you ever made out a shopping list one day and the next day you didn't want to do that? The world will teach you grit your teeth and do it. God shows you to do what is in your heart. Don't do it if your heart changes. God has changed your heart overnight. 
to show you not to do that thing that you were planning to do. God keepeth the paths of judgment. We plan one thing, and if it's the wrong way to go, God changes our heart and we have no peace about doing that thing or saying that thing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't say it. God has changed your heart. Now you can turn to God and say, now my heart is changed and I don't want to do what I plan to do. But if you want me to do it, please change me. God can change our hearts. Trust God. The peace of God leads us. So if we don't have peace about doing something, don't do it. Turn to God in prayer and say, I just don't have peace about doing this. Please change my heart to the other direction if this is what you want me to do. But I have no peace about doing this. In approximately 1982, God gave me a dream showing me that gold was $900 per ounce. That morning, I checked the price of gold and found that gold coins were 280 an ounce. So what does this dream mean? Well, I felt it meant that God was telling me to buy gold coins and then sell them when they reached 900 per ounce. So I took excess money and bought gold coins every month. Whatever I had left over, I just put it in gold coins and accumulated quite a bit of gold. In the year 2002, approximately, gold reached $900 per ounce. I used some of that gold to pay for radio broadcast in Lubbock, Texas, whereby I exhorted the church in ways of God. And also, I used some of that money for to pay my contractor for some work he had done for me on my house in Lubbock. During this current banking crisis that we've just heard about in Seattle area, where the extremely large bank closed, it scared me. And I thought, what should I do with my money? that's in the bank. And I ask God, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. James 1.5 So I turned to God in prayer as soon as I heard about that bank closing. I don't live in Seattle. I live in Colorado Springs. But it terrified me. I know that very bad things are coming in the days ahead because God has given me a dream showing me that there's going to be a very serious financial problem because people won't pay their debts. 
They live right on the edge, and our own government owes billions of dollars and are always talking about defaulting on loans. Are they going to default this year? What are they going to do? So it can't be good. But it was very serious. If the people would pay their debt, their personal debts, it would be all right. But they won't do that. They won't pay their mortgages. They won't take less housing. They won't pay their debts. That's what the dream showed me. So I know things are going to happen in the days ahead concerning money. So I was frightened when I heard about this closure of this big bank. And along with the closure of the big bank, there was an article, I did not read the article, I just read the headline, that there are some big companies that were concerned about getting their money from the bank. Even though it is federally insured, the bank is, they may have had some kind of a loan or something that was not covered by federal insurance, but they were nevertheless concerned about it. And I don't think you could trust an FDIC when our government is in debt so badly. So I think there are some very risky things in the banking industry. So I prayed. I don't think God showed me anything to do. If I don't have a clear feeling that God has shown me to make a change, then I try not to make the change. In the 1982 period, it made sense to buy gold with extra money because the gold was $280 an ounce, and God showed me the time would come when it would be selling for 900 So when it became 900 I did sell it. It went on up to 1900 Do I feel grief over that? No, I do not. I did what I heard to do, and I believe the gold was used in a proper way. I am not interested in making money on this earth by plans of man. My provision comes from God. Quite a few years ago, well, actually in 1975, after I was born again, I read that scripture about Abraham where the king of Sodom met him on the road after they'd had a battle and told Abraham to just keep the goods for himself. And this is what Abraham said, Genesis 14. Start at verse 21. And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, 
that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldst say, I have made Abram rich. And I wanted that to be my way of life, that I wouldn't take things from the world to become, so to speak, rich or have money or have provision. I wanted God to give me provision. I didn't want to win the lottery. I sincerely grieve when I see this lottery business and gambling because that's not how I want my provision. The Apostle Paul told us in Philippians 4.19, My God will supply all your need through Jesus Christ. That's the Word of God. So through the Word of God, He would provide for us. And that's how I want it to be. So when the gold went up to $2,000 an ounce, the gold that I had sold for 900 an ounce, no, I wasn't grieved. I don't want to make money the way of the world. I want my provision to be from God. And the thing the dream showed me in the mid-1980s was that gold was selling for 900 an ounce. So I felt God showed me sell it at 900 an ounce. And all we can do is what we believe God has shown us to do. Another dream that I had several years ago showed me that the time would come that people would not be able to maintain individual households and they would have to consolidate their housing with another person. Since coronavirus, I have heard many testimonies on television news of people saying they could not afford to keep up their mortgages. So they had sold their houses and moved in with their parents. And they were grieved. Now, I don't think it has to be a grief. It came in my heart sometime in the period of time of 2018 that the time was coming I could no longer live alone. I'm 85 years old right now. And I was living alone at that time. I had a fall at my house in Texas in 2018, was taken to the hospital as the ambulance workers rolled me past the front door of my house. I heard God say, by his spirit, you'll never see this house again. And I knew he was showing me there was going to be another plan for me. So even from the hospital, I put my house up for sale, knowing that some other plan was out there. It turned out, he worked it out for me to move into 
the house and share a house with another believer who has real faith in God. I had seen her turn to God with matters and settle them with God. I knew she turned to God the same way I turned to God and trusted him. So I had it all worked out by God to move to Colorado and share her house. I sold the house in Texas and the money from the sale of the house was put into the bank. And I kind of felt that that would be money that would be used perhaps for my care in the time I'm left on the earth from 85 years old upward. I could be wrong, but I felt that that's what that money was for. Well, that's the money that I was concerned about when this bank failed this week. Will it be safe in the banks to leave that money? I haven't heard anything from God to tell me it will not be safe, but it makes me a little fearful. The fear went away when I prayed, asking God to show me what to do with that money, because he will. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. It shall be given him the wisdom. So I know if I need to do anything, God will show me. If I don't hear anything, I just don't do anything. And that's the way you follow God. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.